This is FM 100.5, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. Rachel Painter is with us from the Rutherford County Agricultural Extension Service. Lots happening at the Ag Center. Rachel, good morning to you. Good morning. And of course, we're on the doorsteps of the next farmer's market. That'll be in the morning. Yes, we are. The market is going great. Um, Again, it's every Tuesday and Friday at the Rutherford County Extension Office from 7 a.m. until noon. So come on out and get some fresh produce. There's local honey. Um, There's just so many things right now. You would think that there's not, but there's still a lot in season. And then there's more coming up. So be sure to uh, check out the farmer's market again every Tuesday and Friday morning from 7 a.m. until noon. And that runs until the end of October. So you still have plenty of time to come out. And while you're there, you can head over to the pavilion on the other side of the parking lot and meet some of our master gardeners. So they are under the pavilion every market day, and they are ready to answer questions about your lawn or garden, and um, they'd be happy to show you around our gardens. So they give uh, garden tours and show you around and answer questions about our gardens that are there. So I don't know if you've ever been out to our our gardens there at Lane Agri Park, but they are gorgeous. You can see uh, what might grow in your lawn or vegetable garden. So we have uh, nine different demonstrations gardens there and the master gardeners tend to all of them so they are ready to answer questions and show you around they love showing off their gardens and they might even give you a tomato straight from the right straight from the vine right then with you now is this the you said the pavilion is that the one that looks like a gazebo next to the pond yes it is Uh, so they are set up under the pavilion just to you know clear out space in the farmer's market to make it more open so they are now under the pavilion to answer your questions again that's the master gardeners and um they're set up there they have flyers and information there for you under the pavilion and then again they're ready to answer your questions and show you around the gardens and, and then you also can fish. So the pond oh, yeah, is right yeah. there. You okay. can fish. Um, during, get a tomato and then go fishing. Yeah, go fishing, get some <laughs> fish, eat a tomato. It's, it's a great time. <laughs> and that is so much fun, especially for parents and grandparents and their grandchildren or child. Mm-hmm. Uh, take them over there fishing. And I understand TWRA uh, does sort of keep the pond stocked well. Yes, so uh, they stocked it with fish from the Normandy Hatchery uh, this year. So it's it's full. It's ready for you to come out and fish. There is a sign with rules. So be sure to read that um, and make sure you're following all the guidelines so that we can continue to let people fish out there. And um, again, it's a, it's a great time out there. We do have, like you said, if you want to bring some little children out to the gardens, we have a garden scavenger hunt mm-hmm. that is in um, our information box as you 
approach the pavilion there. So be sure to open that box up and look in there and, and get out a garden scavenger hunt. And it is a great time for little kids. They'll be running around the garden trying to find different things that we have placed there or, you know, a soft plant, a prickly plant. You know, they're looking for a rabbit, different things like that. So it's really fun for them to go and experience that. So go and spend the whole morning. So head over, do a little shopping, yes. go look at the gardens, do a little <laughs> fishing, take a scavenger hunt. This could be a family event. Yes, it could, for sure. There's also a playground at Lanagra Park. So if you get tired of all those things, you can go run some energy out on the playground. And, and I don't want to forget uh, Mitchell's plots of grass because that has helped me immensely over the yes. years. And a lot of people are moving here in big numbers. I mean, <laughs> we've a huge population shift right now moving yes. into the area. Uh, you can find out what grass grows best and also what grass takes the most maintenance. Yes, for sure. <laughs> some people love to do the maintenance. They love their lawn, yeah. yes. <laughs> so we have something for everyone um, to see there at Lane Agri Park. Again, the turf plots are open at any time, and you can go inside and get a map of what you know turf plot is what so that you can know what you're stepping on, what you're, what's growing, what you like, um, and then you can try to grow that in your own lawn. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely uh, you know, highly recommend checking out the turf plots if you're interested in growing grass here in Tennessee, and if, especially if you're not from here in Tennessee. Later this month, there are some things coming over to the Lane Agri-Park that I think are phenomenal. Uh, I just remember growing up in, in, in the back of a great aunt's house. She had a, a big, uh, what do you call it? The vineyard went over Arbor. the... Arbor? Yeah, that's yes. <laughs> uh, I knew one over the wall. Uh, and that fascinated me as a kid. So grapes grow well mm -hmm. in Middle Tennessee. And you're having a grape harvest day, which is the same day that you're having a lawn care fields day. And you can learn all about grapes lawn care, yes. things like that. When is that? And tell us what, what's, what's it all about. So we have, again, Grape Harvest Day and a turf field day going on the same day, August 28th. So the Grape Harvest Day is from 7 a.m. until 11. I did say 7 a.m. That's early. We know mm -hmm. that. It's because it gets very hot in August, <laughs> if you haven't noticed. Uh, we've had a little, you know, break from the heat here this week with all the rain. But typically it is very hot in August. So we start early and um, you start at the barn parking lot for Great Harvest Day. So we'll have some signage and some volunteers directing you where to go, but um, park beside the barn building, which is uh, at Lane Niagara Park around the first building. So drive around the first extension office and then you will come to the barn and there'll be signage for you to park right there. And then um, you can jump on a hay wagon that the co-op is bringing. So we are so thankful for the Rutherford County Farmers Co-op. They bring out um, their large hay wagon. And so you get to take a hay ride out to our vineyard. And so that helps with just traffic flow. People aren't in the way. Um, everyone is not driving to the vineyard itself. So, again, we are thankful for the co-op for bringing that out. So, so what will you be doing? You'll be, what, harvesting the grapes? Yes, and and yes. So you'll arrive at the vineyard off of the hay wagon, and uh, we will show you how to properly harvest. So if you have pruners, please bring them with you. You don't just rip the, the grapes off of the vine. You do want to cut those off. So, again, please bring pruners if you have them. If you do not, uh, we will provide them for you to borrow. And then we'll show you again how to har 
uh, properly harvest those grapes. And if you pick a lug, which is about the equivalent of 20 pounds or a five gallon bucket. So if you pick a lug, then you uh, get a sticker so that we know that you pick that so that you can take home a jug of juice. So one gallon of juice for everyone that comes and picks a lug. Um, one gallon is the limit. So please don't come expecting to get, you know, a lot of grape juice, but one gallon. And that's enough for you to, you know, try your hand at making some jelly or maybe you want to drink it. You know, it is grape juice at that point. So um, good, does it taste like regular grape juice? It's a little bit more sour. You need to add some sugar to oh, okay. it, but um, <laughs> it is good. Some people like it, um, but I would say probably add some sugar. But um, again, you know, you pick a lug, you get to take home a jug of juice, but you need to bring your own container. We are not providing those. We cannot provide those. I can't drink enough sweet tea in the world to provide everyone with a, a clean jug. So, so bring your bring own, your own jug. jug. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Now, when you uh, harvest these grapes, will folks from MTSU be there to sort of help yes, direct you? Yes, they will. So we'll have the MTSU Fermentation Science Department there. Dr. Tony Johnston brings out a de-stemmer. So once you get the grapes, um, they're in a cluster, right? And they still have stems on them. So those have to be removed. So instead of hand-picking those off, some genius at some point in the world created a de-stemmer. So it um, sorts these grapes and pulls them off of these little stems. And then you're left with these grapes. So then you have to crush them. So they have a press that fills up a bladder system and presses these grapes against what looks like a cheese grater. Mm -hmm. And so it pushes the juice out. And so then you're left with juice. So again, we are thankful for their partnership as well. So it's a true community event. It's, you know, free, open to the public. It's a great time for little kids to come out. You know, they've probably never seen grapes growing on a vine. How tall um, are these? Is these I've never seen a grape vine. Yes. So it's probably about six maybe seven feet tall like a little tree yes but the they're on a trellis system and the kids can actually get up under the grapevines to pick underneath um so it's actually a great way to utilize some children picking these have you done this have you been out there too yes yeah we do this every year typically last year of course it had to be canceled for the public so we harvested them ourselves um, because of COVID. So this year, again, we are opening that back up to the public. And it's a fun, family-friendly event. Come on out. Again, after they pick the grapes, the kids pick the grapes, they can do the scavenger hunt. They can go play on the playground. So bring on you know, the whole family. Come on out. And again, from 7 to 11 is the grape harvest. And um, again, park beside the barn for that because we want to make sure there's plenty of room for parking up at the front office for Mitchell Moats uh, turf field day. So Ooh, again, yeah. if you're interested in um, you know, revitalizing your lawn, renovating your lawn, um, the perfect time to do that is September. So this is perfect timing for you to learn what to do. Again, this is the last Saturday in August, August 28th. And that part of the day starts at 9 a.m., so 9 to 11. Come on out and learn about your lawn and how to uh, renovate your lawn, irrigate, overseed, what you should be overseeding with, depending on what you like in his demonstration plots. So it'll be a great day, again, 9 to 11. Okay, so circle that uh, on your calendar. Uh, That's all on August the 28th, August 28th, okay. Uh, Let me ask you this, too. I've I've sort of been on a quest of tasting fresh fruits. Have you ever tasted one of the grapes from the grapevine? 
Yes. So our grapes at Lane Niagara Park are uh, what is called Norton or Cynthiana. So that's the same variety and they have seeds in them. So they are not a perfect table grape <laughs> that you would be eating. Um, they're meant to be put into something. Oh, so there's okay. a, a difference in table grapes and grapes that you might use to make, you know, some other product. So like a jelly or a jam or wine, something like that. So these you probably do want to actually use in something, not not use them as a table grape because again, they have seeds in them, very large seeds mm -hmm. that if you try to eat them, you have all these seeds in your mouth that you have to spit out. So <laughs> not not very delicious just straight off of the vine, which is why we want to have MTSU there to de-stem and crush them so that you can leave with juice. We have a text here from a listener who says they put in some grapes about a year ago and they were not doing a whole lot, but uh, they just have tried their best to find out uh, how they, they don't have any grapes on them. They have some vines, but mm -hmm. no grapes. When do the grapes come? So typically it depends how old your vine is. So I don't know how old the vine is that they purchased or where they purchased it from, but typically it's going to take at least three years to get three years. grapes on a vine. So a new vine that you put in the ground, um, it will take at least three years to get any kind of crop. And that first crop is probably not even going to be that great. So um, typically four to five years is when you would see an actual large grape harvest from your vine that would be worth something. Okay, so that that's another reason you want to go to this yes. grape harvest day because <laughs> you could get some information. Yes, yeah, so we will have, again, Master Gardeners there to answer questions. I will be there to answer questions. And then if you have questions about how to store this juice or what to do with this juice, you know, a lot of people have never made jelly before. If they're interested in that, we will have our Family Consumer Sciences agent, our new agent there. Her name is Shay Davis, and she will be there with the Master Food Volunteers to answer questions all about what to do with this juice. You know, mm, you've gotten mm -hmm. this juice, you've picked your grapes, and now you're taking this juice home. What do you do with it? Because again, if you're going to drink it like grape juice, you probably you want to add some sugar if you have questions about how long it's going to be good for in your fridge how long you can store it for you know definitely uh, ask them that and they will be ready with some information to share with you okay so that again is uh, coming up on let's see august 28th at yes. seven in the morning to 11 and it's free it is free <laughs> open to the public and again mitchell moats uh, turf uh, field day is also free, but we do ask that you register for that just so that he has enough information and copies for everyone. So please, you can call our office to register for Mitchell's, uh, again, turf field day mm -hmm. on August 28th, 9 to 11. You can call our office at 615-898-7710. And again, that's the Rutherford County Extension Office. Or you can email one of us. Uh, Mitchell's email is mmote which is M-O-T-E-1 at U-T-K dot E-D-U. Okay, have another text here from a listener, and uh, they said a while back they had heard on the radio about an accident at the uh, farmer's market at the Ag Center building. Somebody had driven through it. Is everything back <laughs> to normal? So that was not in the farmer's market building. At Lane Agri Park, we have three separate buildings. So the farmer's market building is completely fine. Uh, please go out and visit our farmer's market. That's in our community center building, which is at the very back of our property. We also have the barn building, which is, again, completely 
completely fine. They did not drive through that building either. <laughs> um, so a lot of our buildings are still uh, good to go. We're doing programming. Uh, we just had a goat show at the barn on Saturday. So mm-hmm. everything is fine there. Um, but the very front building, which is where our auditorium building was, um, that is the building that got driven through. So we are not having programming in there right now, unfortunately. Um, that was our nicest area, unfortunately. It had, you know, carpet and chandeliers and all, um, and that all got ruined. Um, there was an accident. So um, WGNS reported on it. So you can go back and find <laughs> oh, we, the reporting. We got some pictures. <laughs> yes, yes. A so car, go back and find that. It's not made for cars to drive down the hall. It is not. We did not have a drive through, unfortunately. <laughs> um, you cannot drive through the building and pick up your soil test box but um again that front building is blocked off but it was just our auditoriums so our extension office my office is completely fine Mm -hmm. um so no worries there so again um everything is operating as as normal the nrcs which is on the left wing of the front building um they are you know appointment only because of how their office is damaged so um you know, if you have questions for the NRCS or the FSA or every other acronym that has to do with the USDA, um, please call their office before going up there or there's a number on their door. So again, our office is fine. The barn is fine. The f- farmer's market building is fine. Um, so it's it's basically business as normal. Okay. And the person has sent another question uh, <laughs> on the text system and they, they were asking, they said specifically they were wanting to uh, learn more about keeping bees and harvesting honey. Uh, is the beekeepers group meeting at another location or uh, mm. will they continue to meet there? I am not sure where they are currently meeting, um, but again, we have moved our, our meetings around to make sure that those are still happening. So um, you can call our office at 615 898-7710 and again ask where the beekeepers association is meeting or you know when they're meeting i know that they typically meet once a month um and mitchell moat can typically answer those questions okay and if somebody from the beekeepers group is listening yes. uh give us a shout and let us know because uh, we've got a lot of folks who are wanting to is this is what when is the time of year to harvest bees or can you start a beehive anytime or what i know that typically a lot of our bees don't make it over the winter and in, in their hives um so i am not sure but we do have a great beekeepers association and their information is on our website which is rutherford.tennessee.edu and that's under agriculture programs on our website so if you ever have a swarm or you know sometimes people have a hive that is tried to find a home in their in their house or um, in a tree in their yard and um, typically our beekeepers will come and remove that hive safely uh, for you so that's a great resource here in our county and again you can look them up if you ever have a problem an issue and um, their contact information is on our website again rutherford.tennessee.edu under agriculture programs tell you what let's do let's pause for just a moment we'll be back and answer more of your questions you can text the questions in or you can call us 615-893-1450 all of that on that one line and somebody said well how do you do it all on one line well it depends on your phone if you call us on your cell phone that's how you text it you can't use your regular phone to text Uh, so if you call on the cell phone you can text us uh, or you can talk and if you call on a regular phone it's strictly talking 
We've got your local sports fix. We change it five. It's all sports talk with Muddy Hill Jr. and Tim Tackett here on WGNS. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. In December, Demas's will be here for 32 years. My parents started this restaurant. They wanted a place that was affordable, that people can come and be able to celebrate their special occasions or be with their family. And we have strived to keep things the same as what they have created it. We encourage you to come and try Demas's Restaurant at 1115 Northwest Broad Street. That's Demas's Restaurants. Hi, this is Dan Mitchell at Music World and Drummer's Den, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We have an excellent sound room with good acoustics. If you want to try on any guitar in the store, if you've got a perfect place to listen to it, compare them side by side, see how the neck feels to your hand, which is important to a guitar player. We have keyboards to play, a room in the back for drums to give a run through with cymbals, snares, whole sets. Come in Music World and Drummer's Den and try out before you buy it. Music World and Drummer's Den. Folks, I hope you listen in every Sunday night at 8 o'clock to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. We'll talk about some local politics, national politics, all types of topics, all types of guests. That's 8 o'clock Sunday night, Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Talk to you then. Hi, this is Becky Bookner, and I'm just so proud to talk about the veterans in our community and what an incredible gift they've given all of us. And that's our freedom and the right to live in this country. And we're so grateful to them for the sacrifices they've made. Honoring and remembering those who served in our military, here is today's Salute to Veterans. Norm Elzir, he's a World War II vet. In this salute, we talked to a World War II veteran. When you went into the war, at what stage? Was it the beginning, the middle, close to the end? Well, it was close to the beginning, the December beginning. 7th. How many were on your crew? Six gunners and four officers. Did you ever keep count of how many you shot down? Well, yeah, I shot down three. How old were you when you went in? 19. 19 years old. And what was your parents' opinion of the... the... No, my parents were dead a long time. I was an orphan. Being the young man you were, what kept you going? What was the driving force inside of Norm? I don't know if I could really answer that. You had a job to do, and you had to do it. That's about it, you know. Uh, you just didn't worry about it. You just no, did it. You did it. That's right. And uh, whenever you got back from a mission, you kissed the ground and glad you're alive. Well, Norm, I look back and think, how would your relatives hear from you? They called a V-mail. If you wanted to write a letter home, they called it a V-mail. A V-mail instead of an email, huh? Yeah. You write your letter, then an officer would take it, and he'd go over it. If he thought there was stuff in there that shouldn't be said, he would cut it out. And sometimes your letter would get home, and we'd be nothing but holes. This has been a Salute to Veterans on WGNS Radio. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One MiddleTennessee.com. Locally and veteran owned. He's local. Certified financial planner Jason Qualls. Financial Coaching Radio. Weekdays at 4 on News Radio WGNS. Hey, welcome back. The party continues here on this a Thursday morning. 
And if you're writing checks today, this is the 19th of August. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. Rachel Painter is with us from the Rutherford County Agricultural Extension Service. And if you have questions dealing with lawns, gardens, or how to grow things, or <laughs> how not to grow things, if something's <laughs> growing that you don't want, uh, call us, 615-893-1450. You uh, mentioned uh, during the break about some library podcast. Yes. So uh, tell us about that. That's fascinating. So when the world shut down, of course, uh, you know, a little bit over a year ago, uh, we had to work with the library to figure out, you know, people still want lawn and garden information from the master gardeners. And typically we would do an in-person class at the library the first Saturday of the month. And um, so Carol Gaddis, thank you so much to her for helping us figure out how to still get our information out. And we started a, a gardening podcast with the uh, Lineball Library System. So it is on their website, and I believe they're also posting it to other, you know, entities so that we can share that podcast with the world. And um, so this has been going great. So the Master Gardener podcast, again, is on the Lineball Library website, and also, you know, wherever you find your podcast. And um, you can learn about houseplants, shade gardening, you know, whatever that might look like vegetable gardening so each month is a different topic and um, it's had a great listenership so uh, thank you again to the Lineball library for working with us to figure out how to share that information with the world and make sure we can still get that out there even when we weren't doing in-person programming so uh, hopefully we'll get back to doing our in-person classes at the Lineball library next year but I would really encourage you to check out that podcast. Again, it's just something you listen to. So a podcast is, um, you know, online. You can find those, but it's also on the Lineball Library's website. And you can go and find the topic you want to listen to and just click on it and it starts playing. And it's just a recording of our Master Gardeners talking about whatever topic is, um, you know, pertinent that month. So again, uh, go and find that podcast. And thank you so much to the Lineball Library system for you know, using new technology, helping us figure out how to get Master Gardeners recorded. <laughs> um, they have a great uh, location, and um, it's their technology center. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but mm -hmm. they have right. um, computers and recording equipment, and even some of our MTSU professors were out there uh, whenever they had to be teaching online classes, utilizing those resources. So if you are not familiar with the Lineball Library System, there's more than just our downtown library. So um, they have other resources out there for you, and I would encourage you to go check those out. Very definitely. And we have a, a text here from a listener who's saying they're referring back to when you mentioned about Mitchell's class coming up on Lawn Care Field Day, which is August 28th. You mentioned that we're on the doorsteps of the best time of the year to do some renovations yes. in your yard. Uh, they're also asking about, uh, in addition to grass, they're wanting to know about when can I put in some more trees? My yard desperately needs trees. Mm -hmm. I desperately need shade. <laughs> uh, how much time does it take to get some good shade trees? And what trees grow best? How can I find that out? 
Perfect. Yes. So um, I would hold off for now. August is not the time to be planting um, pretty much anything, but um, hold off until it gets a little bit uh, colder outside. So October, November. But remember, even if you're planting in the fall, you do have to water these plants. So I, I recently had someone visit our office and um, if you didn't know, you can bring in samples to the Rutherford County Extension Office, and we will be happy to look at those for you and try to figure out what might be going wrong with your plant. And this gentleman brought in um, some photos of his trees that he had planted this summer, and he didn't know what was wrong with them. So I'm asking questions, trying to figure out what could have gone wrong, and he never watered these plants. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you know this, they but need water? they do need water. Oh. Yes, you do need to water a tree. Um, and so a lot of people, you know, I guess people don't know that. So um, if you put in a tree or any plant for that matter, um, October is our typically our driest month of the year. So make sure you are watering them. I know the temperature has gone down, so you don't think it's that hot. You don't need to don't think you need to water that much but you do because we are not receiving that much rainfall in october so i would wait until november or so but if you're going to plant a bare root plant um, the best time to do that is you know february early march so um you know again wait until springtime or later this year don't plant in august um, or even the beginning of september hold off for a little bit longer And they've actually shown in research, I know you want an immediate shade tree. They have shown, uh, (laughs) University of Tennessee researchers have shown that it is actually better to start with a smaller tree and it will surpass the growth of planting a larger tree in that place. So because um, if you pick a larger tree, of course it's instant it's there right everyone wants instant gratification but um, it will take it longer to catch back up because you are planting only you know a small percentage of its root system so they can't dig out the entire root system in the field when they're you know trying to dig these out to sell them to you as a bald and burlap tree so you are um, putting a small percentage of that root system back into the ground and then it has to work really hard to try to uh, you know, get that root system back to the level that it should, to the growth that it should. So it has to focus on its root system for a good while. Then um, it will finally, you know, start to to catch back up and start to grow. So um, if you plant a smaller tree, a smaller caliper tree, or even a bare root plant, um, you will have much more success, I believe, because um, it it can focus on both both sides of the tree at the same time, I guess you could say. Um, but also it's it's not as much for you to take care of, for you to sustain. So it's got, you know, a lesser chance of, of messing up, I guess, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because you aren't trying to make sure that this plant makes it because it's, you know, so huge that it needs so much attention. So when you say plant a smaller tree, mm-hmm. what is a smaller tree? What the, the bigger trees, what, six feet or so? What would be? A larger tree, I would say, I mean, 15 feet tall or 15, so. Okay. Yes. So if you can get one that is shorter than you are, okay. um, that's a good, you know, instance. Because a lot of people see these trees and they're like, wow, that's already, you know, 15 feet tall or 12 feet tall. And so they want to put that in because they think, oh, we'll get shade next year, you know. Um, but again, it's got to focus on its root system to catch back up and to get established and um, we have information about how much you need to water based on the caliper which is the the width 
or you know the size of that tree mm-hmm. and um, so you can you can look that up we have information on that we'd be happy to share that with you we have great publications online about how to pick a tree for the certain size so I know they asked about how to choose a, a, a tree it's based on the size that you have in your yard um, you know is there anything going to impede that growth is there a sidewalk is there a power line that you need to be aware of how close is it to your house so um, all those factors come into play in choosing a tree for the for the right place so uh, make sure you look at those things and then we do have lists again publications that have recommendations that grow well here in Tennessee and that don't have many issues so number one I would say do not plant a Leland Cypress please do not plant a Leland Cypress um, we have well, what's wrong with them uh, they have a lot of issues and okay. we see them in our <laughs> office a lot um, so it's an evergreen tree so people want it as, as a screen but um, you know they're not really meant to grow here and people just do not water them enough and um, they have canker diseases, spider mites, the list goes on. Just a headache. <laughs> yes, they are a headache, and they are in our office more often than probably any other tree. So uh, please hold off on those. Um, there's also some other you know, new pests and diseases. So if you have any questions before you plant a tree, just call us up at the Extension Office. Again, 615-898-7710, and we'd be happy to talk with you about your choices or recommendations uh, based on your area. We have an email here from a listener, or a text from a listener, who says that they moved into their house about 10 years ago. It was a new house, didn't have any trees. They put some trees out. One of them has a tremendously large root system, and they don't care for that, but they are happy to have the tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, would, uh, would you recommend trees that don't have such large root systems that seem to be on the ground? And and makes me wonder, all trees don't have the root systems that are uh, showing on the ground, do they? I mean, is, oh, they mean this? above the ground. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm. I'm guessing that's what. I don't know. Saying. I guess so. Are um, some of them above ground, or is there just a strange tree? Well, it, I mean, it's dependent upon many factors. Some trees do, of course, stick up more knees above the ground. Um, typically, our maples or water-loving plants are going to be um, pushing, you know, their root system above the ground, maybe searching for more water. Um, so, I I don't know if that's I, what they're asking. I hope that's what they're asking. Uh, could they have planted it wrong? Would that? It could be planted too shallow. It could be on the top of a rock. I mean, we don't mm, know oh what's yeah. going on. <laughs> so, so that's um, not the norm then. Well, for some, again, maples will do that very often. Um, some other certain trees will do that very often. But um, I don't. I guess that's what they're asking. Yeah. I yeah. don't know what what they're asking with that question. And and that sort of falls into the next text message we have from a listener. Uh, since we're moving into a time of the year that it's good to do some of these plantings, uh, what about having your soil tested? Should we do that as well? Yes, this is the perfect time of the year to test your soil. Maybe not this week because it's soaking wet. Um, but once it dries out a little bit, um, it's a perfect time to take a, a soil test in the fall of the year because you can get those results back and know what to do and have time to incorporate that into your soil before springtime. So yes, it is the perfect time to take a soil test. We have soil test boxes at our office available anytime we are open. So 
um, 8 a.m. until 4.30 every weekday. And we have information sheets on how to take a soil test um, as well. So please uh, go and find those. And we also have the information sheets that need to go with your soil test. So when you turn in a soil test, you have to fill out crop codes, which are um, codes for the lab to know what you're trying or attempting to grow. And that is how they give you recommendations on what you might need to add. So if you're trying to grow a lawn, their recommendations are probably going to be very different than if you're trying to grow a vegetable garden or blueberries. So you have to tell them what you're trying to grow so that they know what recommendations to give you and what you might need to add to your soil. Okay, and again, this is something the master gardeners are very helpful on. Yes, so they can uh, talk to you about soil testing. We can also talk to you about soil testing in our office. Again, you need to get a soil test box. And if you get it to the lab yourself in Nashville, it's $15. And if we need to get it to the lab for you, if we need to ship it, then it's $20 at our Mm -hmm. office. How long does it take to get the results back? Typically about a week or a week and a half, um, two weeks at most. It depends how wet your soil is. So they have to bake it down. So that's why I say probably don't go pull a soil test. This, you know, today Mm -hmm. Um, but once it dries out a little bit and um, again we need about a cup and a half of soil total but to take a soil test you need to go around the entire area so you need to pull samples from you know six to ten different locations and mix those together that way we can get a representative sample of your entire area to send to the lab and that way they're not testing soil from one single little location in your yard that could have had many different factors going on with it so again pull from different locations mix those together and then we need a cup and a half total of soil to send to the lab they will run their special test on it and uh, figure out exactly what you need to add so it's really important to do that so you you're not just throwing fertilizer out there willy-nilly, um, not knowing you know what it needs. And um, that way we can, again, give you recommendations, talk to you about what you're trying to grow, and answer any questions you might have. Now, with all of the rain that we've been having, and, and probably somebody listening is saying, what's he talking about, all the rain? Because <laughs> I guess it's been scattered. It's been very scattered. I drove through a, a very heavy downpour this morning on the way here. But it has been very scattered. I've heard you know, some people out in Smyrna that had you know, three to five inches of rain in the past week and a half, and then other people, you know, even just 10 minutes down the road have mm-hmm. only gotten two inches or less. So it's been very, very scattered. Um, so again, you know, go out there and look at your soil. Maybe your house is dry. We don't know. But um, I, you know, a lot of people have gotten a lot of rain, yeah, which is I've, good. It was needed. I look outside right now and into the parking lot and I see big puddles of water. So yes. we've, we've gotten a good amount of rain in the downtown area. How do you determine whether or not you've gotten enough rain in your yard for the trees for the grass for whatever so you'll know not to wash you know water them Mm -hmm. down with the uh, with the city water well uh, a lot of people you know again how do they know how much rain they actually had at their house right so if i said i was talking to different people that had different amounts of rain they have a rain gauge outside um so you have to track that so that you know and um and that's how you know how much water you need to add or not add um so on you your own personal location mm-hmm. yes or they might check it you know after a rainfall event so or a large rainfall event happens or 24 hours happens and you go and check you know in your rain gauge it's it's a little instrument that sits outside and um you would see how much water have i had oh i've had two inches of rain mm-hmm. and then they would dump it out right because they just looked at it they know how much they had and 
they're ready to start another rainfall event. Okay, and so these are not expensive devices. It's no, just a, very a cup that catches water. Yes, <laughs> yes. Tell you what, let's do. Let's pause for just a moment. We'll be back. The final segment of our broadcast this morning as we focus on lawns and gardens. And, of course, the farmer's market is tomorrow. We'll be talking more about that. Rachel Painter is with us from the Rutherford County Agricultural Extension Service. Stay with us. The Wake Up Crow, weekday morning, 6 to 7.50. WGNS, your good neighbor station. Rutherford County's place to talk. Hi, this is Tina Fox at the Rutherford Farmers Co-op. Please come visit us for all your garden, home, and farm needs. We have a great selection of gift items in our gift department, and always our farm inn has everything the farmer will need. Please come visit us. Also, we have a great selection of clothing. We have one of the best lines of Carhartt, so please come see us. The Rutherford Farmers Co-op is located at 985 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, just off of South Church. This is Tina Fox. Come on over and see us. Old friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, but we'll always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Good morning. Traffic still moving right now on 24 as you head towards Nashville up through the Hickory Hollow area. Just busy in the normal spots out here up and down sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard and 840. Watch your speed over towards uh, Franklin. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken is now hiring at both locations. You can apply and order online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chubb. You're on time traffic. For today, a good chance of showers and storms, mainly early, otherwise cloudy, will see a high in the mid-80s. Shower and storm chances tonight. I'm meteorologist Derek Dolman on News Radio WGNS. Right now, 71. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. This is Lisa Halliburton at Bell Jewelers, and we invite you in to see all the Pandora jewelry that we have in stock, and we have all the latest designs. There's a lot of new pieces for those that are traveling or celebrating special occasions. There's a charm for every memory in your life. Bell Jewelers at 821 Northwest Broad Street. We're across the street from Toots. We're open 10 to 6 during the week, 10 to 5 on Saturday, and closed most Sundays. You can make a meaningful difference in 2021. KidLink Community Services is currently seeking foster parents in your area. KidLink provides free training and certification. Contact KidLink today at 877-714-1313 or KidLinkServices.com. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to the final segment. So don't let it slip away. If you have a question for Rachel, don't be bashful. This is not the time to be bashful. 615-893-1450. We've got about uh, about four minutes left in our broadcast this morning. 615-893-1450. 
and you can talk or text. Farmer's Market is in the morning. Now, Friday is tomorrow, and every Tuesday and Friday morning. Uh, you still having the uh, classes, the opportunity to go in and learn something? Not at the farmer's market. We have um, more like informational tables. Ah, so okay. um, instead of sitting down and having to listen for an hour, you can just stop and ask questions. We also typically have, um, you know, a setup of information sitting out about a certain topic. So every Tuesday we have our community partners there. And um, so we'll have Middle Tennessee Electric. We'll have the Port Promotion Board, the Farm Bureau Leadership Team sharing about agriculture. We have a uh, the Parks and Rec Department sharing about our natural resources in Rutherford County. We have um, the library sharing about their uh, reading programs and things like that. So um, again, we have tons of uh, information and education and um, just ways that you can get more involved in our community on Tuesdays. And on Fridays, we have extension agents. So uh, we'll have ag agents on the first and fourth Fridays of the month and then FCS and 4-H on the other Fridays of the month. So again, at the market, we have informational tables right there in the lobby so you can stop and learn, um, you know, and then go on your way shopping. And again, you can ask extension agents questions. So we try to have timely topics and have information sitting there for you to read and learn about. We have a text here from a listener says, we have a bumper crop of crabgrass <laughs> in the front yard. <laughs> they sprayed Q4 Mm -hmm. on it and they're wondering uh, they say it's gradually dying mm -hmm. but how can they keep it from returning so i would say you are a prime candidate to come to mitchell's turf field day and you can learn all about weed control what to do about it but basically your best bet is once it does completely die you need to put down seed so that you can um, fill up that space so once that weed is gone you need to occupy that space with a desirable species so a turf grass species so that um, it's not bare ground because bare space on your lawn means that a weed is going to come in so a weed is any plant that is out of place somewhere you don't want it so obviously we have typical things that we call weeds um, that are in our turf or our lawn and um, we want to put a desirable species in its place once it dies. So they're well on their way, but um, definitely come to uh, the turf field day again, August 28th from 9 to 11 and, that's and free. learn more. It is free. But they need to know you're coming. You do need to register. So please call our office or email Mitchell again, mmote1 at utk.edu. Um, or just stop by our office if you're you know nearby. We're at 315 John R. Rice Boulevard which is here in Murfreesboro, and it's right down the street from Sam's, right beside Paul's. So, mm -hmm. you know, right here in town, you can stop by and register for the turf field day. You can ask Mitchell questions. You can go look at his turf plots if you want to. But August 28th, you will learn all that you need to know from 9 to 11. Now, they said they sprayed it with Q4. What is mm -hmm. Q4? Uh, it's just a, an herbicide um, that, you know, is, is targeting that species. So okay. we, we can also give uh, pesticide recommendations. If you have another weed in your lawn and you're trying to kill it, stop on by and, and we can talk to you. Okay, so that's all right there at the Lane Agri Park mm -hmm. and a good opportunity to meet the people that you hear <laughs> on the radio. Yes. So check it out. Come uh, see us. And the, the phone number again, if you want to set up, uh, say I'm going to be at 
the Lawn Care Field Day. What's the phone number over there? 615-898-7710. And again, that's the Rutherford County Extension Office. You can look us up at rutherford.tennessee.edu and learn all about the different programs that we have to offer. Um, You can see more about Great Harvest Day, again, August 28th from 7 to 11 a.m., open to the public, free, good family event. Come on out. You don't have to register for that one, but you do need to register by calling our office at 615-898-7710 for the Turf Field Day, which is also August 28th from 9 to 11. Now, before we leave on this Great Harvest Day, uh, should you wear any, you said wear something that's not warm, but what yes. about shoes? Uh, <laughs> yes, please wear uh, closed-toed shoes or, you know, something you can walk around in grass in. Um, so you will be, of course, outside in some grass picking grapes. So please wear something that is appropriate for that. Should you bring and, gloves? Um, you can bring gloves and pruners. So please bring gloves and pruners if you have them. Um, you know, sunscreen, hat, water, you know, that kind of thing. Um, just be prepared. You will be outside. And it is come and go. So you don't have to stay the whole time. Um, show up when you want to. And again, you pick grapes. And then you get to take home a, a jug of juice if you bring your own jug. So please bring your own clean one-gallon container, and you can take home some grape juice. And that's straight from the vine. Yes. I mean, fresh grape juice. You can see the entire process. So it's really neat to see um, the entire process of picking it straight off the vine, seeing it crushed right before your eyes, and then taking home some juice. And learn what kind of grapes grow best in Here this Here in Tennessee, area. and how to store it, how to make jelly, everything. And so, but you said it takes sometimes three years before it's usable. For If you're going to grow your own. Um, yeah. So again, that's a great way to come and, and see ours growing um, because our, ours are much older than that. So you can see some mature grapevines, learn about, you know, how to grow grapes. Again, we'll have fermentation science department there at MTA, from MTSU. We'll have the co-op with the Hayride. So it's just a great community event, uh, bringing together our community to provide this free opportunity. So the three years, is that true for just eating the grapes off the vine or are they bad tasting the first two or three years no it's just not going to have a high yield the oh, first okay. thir- after the third year so before that if you do get any grapes you know in the second year they're going to be really tiny and probably not that great so come on out and we'd be happy to talk to you and teach you all about growing grapes here in tennessee don't forget the farmer's market in the morning seven to noon yes right there at the lane farmer's market uh, lane agri-park Rachel, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Rachel Painter visiting with us this morning from the Rutherford County Agricultural Extension Service. Stay with us. Truman is next, right here.